Two drinks in a mile. Cheese. Oh, God. Welcome to another episode of Two Drinks Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies two drinks at a time. Hello, Brett. Hello, Lee. This is a cocktail. Uh, it says Two Drinks Cinema original. I'm, and I, this might be good. From your trivia, you would you might drink it while you were sitting on the side of the pool tricking a lifeguard into kissing you. Which is a small scene. <laughs> I know. That was so memorable, apparently. That's what I remember from this movie. The one moment in the movie that is not about baseball. I uh, always think this movie is called The Sandlot Kids. Because it is. But it's not. In various countries. Really? Yeah. So it was was sometimes Sandlot, sometimes Sandlot Kids. Oh, okay. Because we were the Sandlot Kids. We were the Sandlot Kids. But the movie is in Australia called The Sandlot. Yes. Um, and that's what we're reviewing this week. It was on Disney Plus. If you have watched Disney, uh, it's the only thing other than the asshole song that I know Dennis Leary from. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash two drink cinema so we can buy bread and new mic stand. <laughs> or it might be user error. User error. Uh, a workman always, bad workman always blames his tools. I didn't blame my tools. I'm not I saying me. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm also not saying you're bad at talking into a microphone. You're I also not. I am. I don't know really what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> ah. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. no. no, no. Oh, it's like Babylon all over again. Hey. Um, one thing you're not bad at is inventing cocktails, for our tastes Sometimes at least. Sometimes hit and miss. This is I've, called. Some have gone pretty bad. Yeah. This is well, called the, the peppermint, the peppermint mocha the pep- that I that, made. Oh no, that was not great. It was one where I did creme de menthe and Midori. That wasn't yeah. just what's green. Let's go. That one disappeared into the special effects of you know the two was, drink cinema YouTube channel. <laughs> you know what was bad? The sister act one I made up. It was bad. Oh, the nun. Mm. Yeah, because we tried to layer a little white on top of the habit. Yeah, it was bad. Anyway, this we've is let, one we've come a long way that you've in, uh, invented called I've a sandlot. It's called a sandlot. It has Southern Comfort, Lime Juice, Cointreau, and Pineapple Juice. Okay, because it's summer, so Pineapple it's summery Juice. and it looks the colour of sand. Okay, cheers. Cheers. Let's taste it. It's definitely Pineapple Juice. Yum, Pineapple Juice. Yeah, it's just Pineapple Juice. I get a little bit of Cointreau. Yeah. It would be better with less pineapple juice. Yeah, I think it does need less pineapple juice. But I like pineapple juice, so it's a three straight away. So I'm going to give it a 3.5. Brent's just testing yeah, the mouthfeel. Like Good mouthfeels. Um, it tastes almost like our Christmas punch because it's got orange and pineapple. Oh, yeah, true. But our Christmas punch does not have Cointreau in it. It's not alcoholic. No, it's all right. Eventually, there'll be two options. That is my one job on Christmas. To do the punch. How'd it go this year? You just sent everything. I just sent everything with instructions. Because you were bedridden, couch ridden. It was, apparently went very well. Good. Um, How alcoholic is the rest of the movie? It isn't. 
when they're on that carnival ride where they all spew up the chewing tobacco, they oh. play the song Tequila. That's the only That's the alcohol. only alcohol. <laughs> In the well, whole movie, well, so it's it is, a zero. It is all about kids. It is so a kids I movie. I would be yeah. a bit surprised. Dennis Leary in the asshole song. Dennis Leary is the stepdad in this movie. Yeah, he's the one that sings like "I'm an asshole." That song. Oh, yeah, that's Dennis Leary. He's a comedian. I remember singing that song with fellow members of the Sandlot Kids in yeah. real, our real life yeah. in the back of their station wagon. I'm an asshole. He's an asshole. That's Dennis and Leary. And he cuts up the sheets. He sings a song about. Something. He says us nasty things in there. Yeah, words you know he wouldn't say now. Yeah, that's Dennis Leary. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. So the well, he's an asshole in this film. It's so a what? Well, I don't go. think he's an asshole. I think he's just absent. Well, it's not his kid. He's not his so. kid, but also he's a terrible coach. He's just uh, I coach little league baseball. Yeah. Yeah. And as much as sometimes I can't be bothered and I feel like it, I don't say to the kids. Just be better. Just catch the ball. Yeah. But also it's like, oh, you've never done this before. Here, let me throw it pretty hard at you. Pretty hard. When you're clearly not overly coordinated. He's not the most sporting kid. Yeah. That's even without comparing him to Benny Rodriguez. Yeah. He... Who was good enough to get in the majors as a pinch runner. <laughs> Yeah, oh god, that was terrible <laughs> at the end with the thumbs up, and he still had that hat. His head had grown into the hat, so the stupid peak of that hat that didn't look. Fucking hat! Good. He should have burnt it. it he should oh, have burnt it. I'm surprised it didn't just get catch a stiff wind, and he was gone. He's Smalls gone. was gone. Smalls was blown away. That's how he. That's how he got away from the beast. Just stuck his peak up in yeah. here and he got gone. See you later. And then he was like that um, one of the nannies in Mary Poppins that's just like, wee, down the street. <laughs> I was thinking more he's like Sally Field's flying nun when Fly- she puts the little <laughs> wings out of her habit. Oh, I was going to call Field. it a habit helmet, but it's not. No. It's not a helmet. It's not a helmet. <laughs> I don't think. Um, yeah. Uh, Smalls is not a nun. Um, he's not a nun. He looks like, even as his adult character, he looks like he could be a celibate, though. He, he's yep, a dork. He's a virgin. He's a dork. <laughs> we'll get that to Horniness. Save that for No, <laughs> he might not be a virgin because he's got... He's got the bloody... for Benny Rodriguez. Well, yeah. Or he's got a Major League Baseball player as a best friend and wingman. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. <laughs> what other when movie... When you do a thumbs up, Lee... That, don't do it right in front of your face for the camera. That but was I also me, did you. it up to an imaginary commentary box, which looked to them the, like I'm just giving, like you can't actually see my thumb <laughs> on the YouTube. What other TV show is there little, like a thumbs up like that? The one other TV yeah, show that one somebody other. does a thumbs up. It's like an old guy gives a thumbs up to a young person. Is it the end of Home Alone? No. No. I'm feeling something like, um, no, got nothing. Oh, no, it's one. The one thing in Jack Palance in City Slickers, but that's not what I'm thinking of. Someone does do a emphatic thumbs up without that smile. Do you want me to Google thumbs up in movies? Thumbs up in movies, kid to old man. God. If you've got a, uh, any ideas, listeners, incognito search. I think get in touch on the socials. So, alcoholicness of the movie is a zero. Zero. It's about a bunch yeah. of children. Yep. 
was there even drinking at the 4th of July? But not even like the coming of age children of having their first drink. Yeah. They're younger than that. Yeah. Although Benny might not be. There seems to be age gaps going on in this group of kids. He does look a little bit older than yeah. the rest of the kids. Maybe because he doesn't do well at school because all he does is play baseball. So he's failed. Maybe. But you have to get through school because the only pathway in the States is to play high school and then college ball. Mm. Anyway, let's not get into that. Uh, that's alcoholicness. All of our movies are rated on the Archie Q. De Niro scale. Uh, which we've taken the initials of our mentor, Archie Q. De Niro, and we have attributed a category for rating to each of those letters. Yes, we have. And the next one is representation. If you jump on the socials, you'll see the list of categories in a previous score, and you can get in touch with us and we'll give you a little scorecard. Or if you're in the Facebook group for Two Drink Cinema, yeah. we send out a little link and you can rate the movie as well. Yes, you can. And that link's also in the episode description. There you go. Right? All that housekeeping to do with the Done. scales Let's out of the way. Let's talk about the movie. Alcoholicness, we've just given it a big old 3.5 for the cocktail, but a zero for the alcoholicness of the movie. Yep. And now we're on to R for representation. Uh, there's a black kid. And a, and a Rodriguez. And a Rodriguez. In the early 60s, if and you don't mind. And a yeah, mind. yeah. And uh, um, a kid with glasses. And yep. a fat kid. And twins. Basically the Goonies. Rangers. There's a ranger. Fat kid's a ranger. Yep. Uh, and James Earl Jones ticks two diversity boxes because he's black oh, and he's blind. blind. And he's James Earl Jones. Yeah. What Darth is my Vader. dog? Where is my dog? He's a Darth Vader coming out to... You could have just knocked on the door. Well, that's okay. not bad. That was pretty good. Two baseball movies James Earl Jones is in. Very different characters. Simba. In uh, Field of Dreams. Build it and they will come. That's it, though, for representation. But it's good. My thought, though... Because they could easily be all white. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, James Earl Jones, his character, apparently knew Babe Ruth, Mm -hmm. the Sultan of Swat, the whatever. You've got to list all his nicknames. You've got to list all his nicknames every time you mention him. But... James Earl Jones's character wouldn't have played with Babe Ruth because no. segregation, segregation Negro leagues. was in the twenties. I don't like saying that. It wasn't Jackie Robinson until later. Yeah, like in the forties, fifties. I think. Yeah, I mean, they might have known each other. Yeah, they might have known each other from the Sandlot. Maybe they grew up together and yeah. played ball in the empty lot at the back of someone's house. The Sandlot. Yeah. Yeah. Do you look that much sand there for a sand lot? No. I actually forgot to do a bit of research for this movie. Okay. I meant to message my American friends to find out if a sand lot is a thing separate oh, to okay. the movie. Yep. Like when the movie was released, would kids have known that it means baseball? I've tried to Google is the sand lot a thing and it just comes up with the movie. Yep. It yeah. does. So that's why I would have to go and ask my American baseball friends. It's also a Japanese video game designer. Okay. I will do that before this episode is released and try to give you an answer on the socials. So make sure you follow us at Two Drink Cinema. So representation, I'm going to give it a one. I was thinking a two. 1.5 then. Because we scored this one together for some reason. The main kid is... Foreign. Benny Rodriguez. Yeah, has foreign heritage. Mm. 
I suppose all the white kids do there. That's a thing called colonialism. <laughs> wow. Um, Cry. Now, it's not a sad movie. It's not a sad movie. Which but means it's that like I'm more a, likely to it's cry. It's like, a, oh, I remember when I played baseball as a kid. You know, people, regular listeners to the podcast could probably guess or, or at least aren't surprised that my eyes moistened when Benny hit the ball straight into Small's glove oh. so that Small's could be a part of the friendship oh. group. And it was in slow motion and the music was all like... You'd think I didn't. You'd think I don't have friends or family. True. <laughs> I cry. I'm, my eyes moistened then and that's okay. about it. So it's a 0.5 okay. for crying. I didn't moisten or cry. I don't like saying the word moisten about a kid's movie. Um, but hey. Well, at least I didn't say I got moist when Benny and Smalls became friends. <laughs> I got... No, I was going to say... I'm not going to say anything about the pool Speaking scene. of getting moist, <laughs> the horniness oh, of this how movie. How have we never made that transition before? So... Um, Squints is horny for Wendy. They're all horny for Wendy. All horny for Wendy, but mainly Squints. And he goes like full on, and he ends yeah. up marrying marrying Wendy. Spoiler yeah, apparently. alert! Apparently, um, in the in, <laughs> okay, complete rip off of Stand by Me. Yeah, it's a very it's stand like by it's Stand very, by Me, but they play baseball instead of looking at a dead yeah. body, and instead of. Falling into a cave to find, try and find buried treasure in the Goonies. Yeah, they played baseball. They played baseball. Um, it was just the ending was a bit just like weird. How it was like, and then all that. <laughs> it's like, and then this one owns such and such as drugstore, and then it the still kid, does. And when he was explaining it, the kids disappeared. Like oh, they yeah. died. They disappeared into adulthood. Yeah. He's not friends with them anymore. He's only friends with Benny Rodriguez. Yeah, okay. So Squints is horny for Wendy and ends up yep, marrying her. Yep. Well done. Marrying the lifeguard. Um, they're all horny for the pool honeys, mm. which is interesting. But on also like um, Ham says, um, oh, I remember you, to one of the ladies. <laughs> like that is ballsy, kid, <laughs> because they are your mum's age. Um and the narrator, which we'll, I'm sure, talk a little bit more about how average that was. Mm-hmm. He's like, we all talked about this, even though none of us had ever seen a Playboy. Yeah. yeah was, okay. The narration was bad. Um, but yeah, quite horny. Yes. Um, Outside of the movie horniness, have you got any more note, notes on the horniness of the movie before I put our outside of the notes? No, nah, it was the just movie. all about Wendy Testerberger. Pepper. Pfeffernoose. Pfeffercorn? Not Pfeffernoose, the little gingerbread things Not that peppercorn. Shane likes Pepper, from Germany. Pfeffercorn. Pfeffercorn. It's an ugly name, Wendy. It's a made-up name. Lucky she's hot. Uh, no, horniness. That's the our main friend, source of horniness. Our friend who is one of the Sandlot kids. Yeah, she was the vice president, I believe. She was horny for Benny Rodriguez. Yeah, okay. Well, I can see that. She is like on the record, like in the Australian archives on the record. Yeah. Of the that's minutes. her first crush. <laughs> when we took minutes of where yeah, yeah. we had our fake committee. She's on the record as 
Benny Rodriguez is her first movie crush, which is odd. Mine was Aladdin. No, I'm on the record. <laughs> um, That's interesting. And, yeah, so she was horny. That's also a bit of nostalgia. Okay, there you go. So, Ash, if you're listening, um, we did this one for you. Oh. So I'm going to give the horniness. It's, up, it's, like it's a, a decent score. Two and a half or a three? Yeah, I'm going to give it a 275. Okay. Oh, we'll do a 275. <coughs> how can I not keep track of what we... Because I don't do it. Yep. I just put out numbers and hope that you put them in the spreadsheet. Yep. That's my job. Insults. He is an oh, L7 God. weenie. Whatever that means. Oh, is that because it makes a square? He is an L... Oh, L... So I'm like people on TikTok that go, look at my right hand, but it comes up on the left on TikTok. L7 oh. weenie. Is that what that means? Makes a square, maybe. Oh. That's what he does in the movie. And he is a square. L7 the kid's a square. weenie. He Can't is a square. Hack look it. at that fucking hat. Oh, the words, crap face. There's a whole back with the old with the older kids. Oh, and they go back and forwards. They say the R word. He goes ham, if you will. We say crap, jerk, moron, fart, smell up. Puss liquor. You geek. bob for apples in the toilet and you like it. <laughs> you pee drinking butt face. <laughs> Such little kid insults. I could kind of imagine us re-quoting that movie when we were kids. Yeah, yeah. Can't, are any of you can't hack at panty waists who wear your mum's bra? And then Weird. you play ball like a girl. <gasps> Which is the single most offensive thing you could say to someone in 1962. Well, I met some baseball players that are still offended by that. I, Even the best I, ball baseball player I know is a girl. Yeah, that's what so. I was going to say. <laughs> I, there are at my baseball club at least 10 girls that are better at baseball than me. I would so say, if how, I many, got... how many female baseball players are at your baseball club? 20. There are 20 that are better than me. <laughs> um, Although I have natural talent. That's why I never pursued it because I didn't want to upstage. Oh, okay. That was, I let, I let middle brother middle have his brother. moment. I yep. didn't want to just waltz in and automatically be better than him. So why'd you stick with tennis? To carry me through well, all those I was, seasons. Because I'm actually good at that. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, yeah, if I could play ball like some of the girls that I have played ball with and against, um, I'd be very happy. Yeah, because um, one of them, the one that is the best one we know, she hit a home run yesterday that went into Granny Annie's like now? almost. It went ten meters past the cones. Gosh! Like she hit it, and I was like, "That's going on the roof of the batting cage." Like that's how far oh, really? that, was, that was going. She can hit the ball, this chick. Well, there you go. And then this one. If I had a dog as ugly as you, I'd shave his butt and tell him to walk backwards. <laughs> Ham has some great lines. He has some. He is very good as the fat comic relief. You know what's interesting? These kids have done nothing since. Chunk. Yeah, he didn't do much after this, did he? Yeah, he's not actually Chunk. He didn't though. even do Chunk. No. Well, no, he's not, but he's the Chunk character. No, no, he's the, yeah, yeah but there isn't a he's, data he's, character. There's also, an there's also a... There's also a fat kid in Stand By Me. Yeah, yeah. Jerry O'Connell yeah, grew up to not be fat. No, and then that's <laughs> Family Guy when they do a piss take of Stand By Me. Yeah. And he goes, and it's like they actually get Richard Dreyfuss to do the oh, wow. um, voiceover. So it's funny. It makes it even funnier. He says, 
um, such and such went on to do this. And then he goes, and then the kid went on to marry Rebecca Romaine. He goes, no shit. The fat kid from Stand By Me went on to marry Rebecca Romaine. Look it up. And then does the weird thing. goes, such and such went on to have an overdose outside the library. I was like, oh. And now we have, and then goes, and now we have a hairlift reminder of what could have been. And then it just shows Joaquin Phoenix. And then he goes, whop, whop. And then it comes back from the break. And then Peter's sitting there. He goes, welcome back. Joaquin Phoenix, if you're still watching, you're a trooper. <laughs> anyway, that's... Um, so, the, of, of the Sandlot, all of these kids have done nothing. Nothing. Right? But of the Goonies, as we've mentioned in a previous episode, Chunk yeah. is an entertainment lawyer yeah. and Data that's has an Oscar nomination. Yeah, and, <laughs> and probably... Globe. When's this episode come out? Maybe by the May time have this episode comes out, probably, probably would have won it. And yeah. I think he should. Short round... Has an Oscar. Short round Oscar nominee. <laughs> um, uh, but Benny Rodriguez did nothing after like 19. He was in he was in like this and Mighty Ducks 2 and 3. It's so funny. If you haven't looked this movie up on Google, listeners, do. Because the pictures that Google scrapes for these actors is so funny. Because it'll show like the guy that played Smalls now. And the guy that played Squints now. But the picture for Benny Rodriguez is from this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then the kid who, that plays Ham grew up to look exactly the same. Oh, really? Kept the same haircut. He didn't get into be... I like Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, he's, he's in good. that movie Tomcats, which was ordinary. Was he in Sliders? I think he was Sliders, yeah. With Gimli the Dwarf from Lord of the Rings. Oh, there you And go. a guy that And is... the guy from Indiana Jones. Which one? Yeah, so he's like, in Gimli yeah. the Dwarf. He's in Indiana Jones. But he's tall. Yeah. Oh. They just put the awkward. camera up above Orlando Bloom, so it's oh, looking right, down okay. on Jonathan Rhys Davies. Right. That's how film. That's another film trick that I've learnt from Peter right. Jackson. Yeah. Um, insults. It's pretty. It's, what it's, was that music? Was that inside the that was P- studio or something? No, it was Peter Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> From the don't mention brand nostalgia. names. Don't mention brand names until Peter Jackson are sponsoring us, and then we'll wear suit Peter Jackson suit jackets over our movie T-shirts. Yeah, and then like Peter Jackson, the director will look like a slob. Yeah, I already have the unkempt beard. Gosh, what a joke of a man! And I'll wear Peter Jackson suits to the Brownlow, like seventy-five percent yeah. of the AFL players that aren't going to get interviewed on the red carpet. Yes. Okay, insults. There's a niche reference. Insults. I'm, I'm going to give it a four. All righty. Because they're good insults. They are good. He's an L7 wiener. And then he's like an Oscar Mayer wiener. Yeah. And then the kids. This, it, there were funny moments with the kids that repeat themselves. Each other. That one that repeats the. Oh, the twins. Other one. Yeah. Oh, the brothers. The brothers. Twins, I was yeah. like, if they're not that. Um, and then at one point it's like. The Sultan of Swing. The Sultan of Swing. Shut And then he goes, he says something and he goes, shut up. Because he knew he was going to repeat him. Yeah. I do like Yeah, Yeah. And he acted that well because every time he said Yeah, Yeah, it was in the way he said something. It wasn't like the director's going, you have to say Yeah, Yeah at the start of everything. So he goes, Yeah, 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 you're an Oscar Mayer wiener. Like he he doesn't just put Yeah, Yeah and then act. Yeah. He acted the year year as well. The kid acting was 
Not bad. I've seen much worse. I've in seen much, much worse. Bigger, more well looked back on yeah. movies. Yeah. Much worse. Much worse. Looking at you. Just us. <laughs> oh, Matilda. Oh, maybe I'll watch Mrs. Doubtfire again. It's been at least a year. You don't have the time. No, I don't actually. That was the best thing about having a break from two drink cinema. As much as I miss talking to all of you listener, I got to choose my own movies to watch. Yeah. Enclosure. Uh, it's a good-sized suburban house, three. Yeah, it's a house. It's not McAllister-level house. No. But um, James L. Jones has a big house. For a one man. Yeah, for a blind man. A blind black man in the 60s. He has a big house. Yeah. 50s or 60s, do you reckon? Well, I think early 60s. Yeah, I didn't see any Tracy Turnblad I feel around. like it might have been like 30 years before. Yeah, 30 is a very common number. Yeah. they. I think that's... I wrote that, I think, down further on overall, is they did well, I think, to set it in the 60s because you could go father and son to this movie or parent and child, mm. right? And... Instead of making it appeal to the parents by putting in subtle dick jokes, yep. they made it set in the 60s. So it's nostalgia for the parents, but it's yes. fun for the kids because it's a fun kids movie. Yeah. So I think they did that well. They did the yeah. narration badly, but they did the rest. The, the overall well. looking back on the thing, you know, and then, yeah. uh, and then you leave the cinema and you go, Johnny, let's go play catch. Oh, oh. I wonder what my friend's doing now. So three for enclosure. Definite, definitely three. Yeah. I don't know why I said that like Rain Man. <laughs> um, but there you go. Okay. Quotability. I feel like it's more quotable. It's a much more, I think, iconic movie in the States. Yeah. Where this is America's pastime. Baseball uh, movies aren't big here because baseball's not big here. But in my circle, circles as a yeah. baseballer, yeah, you're killing this. me, Smalls. You comes up smalls. a lot. Yeah. Um. And I do remember. <laughs> I didn't him like going, the quote. Going, I got a B once. Actually, it was an A minus. <laughs> Nerd. Hey, Smalls, you want a small? Some more of what? I haven't had any yet. Oh, that was great. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. Ham's got the best lines because he's also like when it's hot. He's like, I'm baking like a grilled cheese out here. <laughs> he steals. It's a scene stealing uh, performance. performance from him. And he does have good one-liners when he's doing and he does catch a banter. Yell cannonball. He does yell which cannonball. Which I went back through the annals of... Film history mm. couldn't find one anyone saying cannonball <gasps> before him. He he made up cannonball. He invented cannonball, and Ron Burgundy put it in his movie. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. At one point in Anchorman, they're having a party, mm. and he comes out and he says, "Party time, sparkle cunts." Yeah, and then he says, "Cannonball." Now what he says is, um, I'm "Sorry Ron to anyone Burgundy? who hasn't seen Babylon." That's I also weird. think you're using the wrong c word. No, I thought it was. Really? Cox. Oh, well, that's much funnier. Margot Robbie would have said... Australian Margot Robbie would have said... Oh, well, in the character, she's from New Jersey. Yeah. I feel like it's... In case you didn't know by the accent. I saw it in the TikTok 
And I think I lip read CU, not CO. You saw the movie and they didn't bleep it out, Lee. Yeah, but I can't remember <laughs> because it was three and a half freaking hours of absolute madness. Yeah, that's true. You saw it in the movie and you're not sure I'm using the wrong one. I'm 95% sure it's Cox, not it's it's Yarbles, not ya Yars. When she gets carried in by the football team. Yeah. Anyway, Ron Burgundy stops his whole party as his house. And he says... This is the second one, is it? No, the first one. Oh, he says, excuse me, I have a very important announcement, something very important to say. And it zooms in on him like he's doing a news announcement. And then he just says cannonball and jumps in the pool. Oh, and then everyone jumps in the pool. Ah. Yeah. Like that. Anyway, uh, Ham invented that and Ron Burgundy stole it. There you I'm go. saying. Um, Save that for impact too. Quotability is not high. I reckon it's only about a one and a half for me. Yeah, I hear you're killing me smalls a lot. Yeah. But at the baseball club. Yeah. I'm going to give it a, it's a quotable movie. 1.75. Okay. I wish I've played the position of catcher like Ham in a couple of games. Mm-hmm. And one of the roles of the catcher is to talk to the batter and put them off. I wish yeah. I could banter like Smalls. Yeah. He's so funny. And he's like, he says something about some guy's sister. Then he was, if my dog, dog was, was as ugly as you. Um, and he's like, here, I'll give you a fastball. And then it is a fastball. He can't hit it anyway. It's good. The um, The girl that we talked about earlier, who's a very good baseball player, I coached her on a junior team and she was the only girl like in the whole league. Yeah. And she was by a mile the best kid on our team. Yep. And we played against a team and their pitcher was getting a bit cocky and the catcher wasn't happy. And um, our girl knew the catcher. She's like, oh, hey, how's it going? And he's like, this pitcher's fucking pissing me off. I really just want him to get smashed <laughs> and she's like oh well just put a fastball here for me <laughs> he goes okay and he did and she just smacked him and then he was like 17 year old boy 17 year old i got, got hit, hit by, by a girl. girl poor kid oh and now he's been emasculated and now he is probably playing shit baseball and she's playing for australia oh so there you go there you go uh it's a coke movie i didn't notice either the bottles that they have on the hot day before they go to the pool, honeys. Oh, okay. Are the yeah. trademark shape of yeah. a Coke bottle. You didn't yeah. see the brand. Yeah, but you could but see Coke movie. That's a reason that Coke has trademarked that shape. Yeah. So it's okay. a Coke movie. That's good. That's drink uh, of the D of De Niro. So we've done the Archie and we've done the Q. Uh, the E of De Niro is endurance. You play ball like a girl has not endured. And has not endured. Well, in even a grown some up, circles. She was a grown-up girl, and even she knew who Babe Ruth was. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, it's like, yeah. Oh, well. Margot Kidder. <laughs> it's not Margot Kidder. It's Karen Allen. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Karen Allen. Oh, it was one of the other ones that from did Indiana, two movies. From Indiana Jones. Yeah. Oh, it is Karen Allen, too. Indeed. She's not from Short Rounds Indie, just to bring yeah, that full circle. That's, um, She's from one and four that three. we don't mention. She had three as well, didn't she? Last Crusade. Or maybe she didn't do one then. She would one. No, she didn't do two. It was the blonde one in two. 
Kalima. Yeah, but she didn't do one and three. Pretty did sure she? she did. She was in four. She was definitely in four. Fucking that was shit house. God, it was bad. John Hurt for the fifth John one. Hurt was her dad. Lee, we're gonna have to watch the fifth one. Oh my god. Just die, Harrison. No, don't die, Harrison. <laughs> Indiana Jones, just die. Well, that's what they should have done in Top Gun. Anyway, I don't want to. Harrison Ford has said this is the last indie. It should be his last movie. I don't. You know, he's old. Three should have been his last indie. Indie, yeah. Um, anyway. They use the R word also. They do use the R word. Which does, has not uh, um, endured. Interestingly, said in the 50s, 60s, there wasn't a segregation thing. No. They didn't put any racism Where in there. Where was it set? America. Segregation happened in most of America. In the, was it in California? Uh, well, I think it was meant to be just like... I th- you know what I was going to be? I think oh, it was California, I think actually. it was in Philadelphia because I remember seeing a Philadelphia, like a Phillies hat. No, I think it was set in California, but interestingly, every kid had a different major league team hat on. Maybe they because they didn't want to pick one. They didn't I I think they were just trying to give it a sense of any town USA. Surely they would have all been fans of the Yankees though. The way they went on about Babe Ruth. Well I think that they just go on about Babe Ruth. Like you go on about like everyone in the world of cricket goes on about Don Bradman. Just doesn't mean they're Australian. Yeah, Yeah, all right. I think they wanted to give it the sense of any town USA. Yeah. But they set it in kind of California, so Suburbia. it was fucking hot and they went to the pool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, what were you on? Endurance. Endurance. Oh, you know, like a two. No, actually, I think I think it's still, uh, it stands up pretty well. There's no special effects issues. True. Other than them using the R word. And even you throw ball, you play like a girl. The kids, kids would, yeah. kind of still, unfortunately, still say that. But it is representative of the time, both probably the 90s and the 60s. So I'm giving it a four for endurance. Oh, wow. I'm ho- I'm going to, for our end of season, our little league at the end of the season, we're doing a movie night and I want to show this. Yeah. I said that 30 years ago. I said to the other coach, um, I said, we should do a movie night. And she goes, oh, and we'll play Sandlot. So I think that endurance you play is a four. Angel in the Outfield. Angel in the Outfield and Rookie of the Year. Yeah, the two choices I had were Sandlot and Angels in the Outfield. Because I've just watched this for the podcast, I'm leaning towards Angels in the Outfield. And League of right. And also it's been like at least six months since I watched a Christopher Lloyd movie. <laughs> He's I the Angel. in the Outfield. He's the Angel, yeah. Gosh. We've got to do I'm it because we're getting all the way. We've done Adam's Family. We've done Back to the yeah. Future. We gotta do Angels in the Outfield. Um, okay, you've Lord. talked me into a two and a half for endurance. You think it's that low? It's just all right. I think because the movies like the stories everyday American y baseball thing. I think that nothing could there's not much in it that ages. I think in America every kid still watches it. Yeah. Not so much in Australia, but no. I'll make sure every kid I ever coach in baseball watches this movie. Yeah. So okay. I'm giving it a four. Okay, great. Okay. Wow, we disagreed. Nostalgia. We haven't disagreed that much in a long time. Yeah, true. My favourite one uh, was a few weeks ago we did Groundhog Day and we completely disagreed in our comments and then gave it the same score. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it a negative one 
Andy McDowell factor. Um, nostalgia. Yep. Epic nostalgia. Well, we were the Sandlot kids. Yeah. We did watch it when we played baseball and as kids in the baseball, baseball club. We wheeled out, you know, Dad wheeled out the TV with the VCR that he borrowed from school on school holidays. Yes. I'm sorry if I just got you in trouble. Nah. Uh, and Or was it at the projector? It could have been either, but we watched it. We also watched it at our houses when we had sleepovers after baseball yeah. games. And also Small's kid, Small's glove looks a lot like the glove I had when I was a kid. That piece of crappy plastic that one just he had. orange plastic thing. Yeah, yeah. There's some mine didn't break though, and I, think, I caught the ball. I think there's still one in my gear bag for this season. <laughs> one like that. None of the kids use it. Mum and Dad still have my old baseball bat, little green Eastern thing. Oh yeah, that was a good bat. That was a good bat. Yeah, I was good at table. Um, nostalgia. It's like a. It's like a four and a half. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think it's a four two five for me for nostalgia. Oh no, four and a half. Four and a half. But they, like I said before, they've also used the nostalgia well in the movie. It's a nostalgic movie, but also has nostalgia in it. But I also feel like going a third degree. If we had kids that played baseball. Like we'd be watching it with them. My my kid, myself and dad could watch it together. Yeah. Because dad will be nostalgic for the 60s. I'll be nostalgic for watching it in the 90s. Yes. And the kid will enjoy it because it's a good kids movie. And dad would be nostalgic for showing it to us. Yeah. And then grandma will be nostalgic for Babe Ruth. Because <laughs> I'm sure... In the 1920s in Noble Park, Victoria, <laughs> she was crowded around the she wireless. The wireless listening to, listen to the Yankees. To the great Bambino. In the middle of the night. Yep. Oh, dear. Um, it is... Yeah, it's good for that nostalgia. They don't fill it with subtle dick jokes or um, meta TV references. No. Like, they don't go, hey, let's make a joke about... We were watching this show in the 60s. Yeah, just go, oh, mum, I'm going out. Oh, that's all right. I'll stay home I'm and watch Bewitched. the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Brady, Bewitched Brady Bunch. We were both going to choose either one. Yes. <laughs> Nobody said I dream of cheating. It's like that line in The Family Guy when they go to a um, 50s diner and Lois is like, oh, kids, this is great, authentic 50s diner. These were really big in the 80s. <laughs> Uh, and then all right. Make, and then I make a very off-colour James Dean joke. Ooh. Oh, impact. As off-colour as the River Phoenix joke? <laughs> it's more um, visual. Oh, okay. Don't describe it. No, I won't. Impact. It's become an iconic movie, particularly, I think, in the US uh, and for yep. baseball kids. There here. is a bar in a, somewhere in America that is a Sandlot-themed bar. Really? And it has a... I, I, I googled obviously cocktails, um, and it has the menu of these. They're all called um, you know, a ham, like, a small. Yeah, so. yeah, you're killing me, smalls. Whatever it's called. Um, what if I ha- walk in and give them a thumbs up? Will I get a free one? Well, the, apparently the menu is on a VHS case. Oh, that is nostalgic. Remember VHS cases? God, they were chunky. Like ham, like you know, the TV and then the drawers, and you had to go, and it was all the things we recorded off the TV. Yeah, Terminator but you could only two. fit like twenty four. Yeah, I remember when like 
the tapes were a certain length of time. Yeah, like a two-hour tape. And it was like, tape, oh, my God, yeah. this one is a three-hour tape. Yeah. Remember when you got a 180? We could record three episodes of Blue Heelers off the TV yeah. onto this. We didn't have to worry about pausing for the ads of Terminator 2 because we weren't going to run out of tape. Yeah. And now, and then it comes back to the Channel 10 logo. Yeah. Oh, God, epic nostalgia. Oh, jeez. God, there's a VHS right there. There is. That's of a, gr- a very nostalgic That's actually movie. a great movie. We are going little to, monsters. We are going to review that movie at some point. Very nostalgic with little Fred Savage. Little Fred Savage from the best Chicago-based sitcom. Do we like him? He he. What was he in? Oh no, he's in the one we don't like. Friends from college. Yeah, friends from college. Little monsters. Oh god, look what at year? Nineteen eighty-nine. Look at that kid. Is that Buzz from Home Alone? I think it is. Is that Meatloaf? <laughs> Alice, isn't that Alice Cooper? <laughs> I didn't see it very no, well. No, no one very, no one Who saw it very well. Who plays the monster? He's like a someone. Amazing special effects by Robert brackets Beetlejuice short. <laughs> oh, <laughs> here's the who's the monster? Remember when you were young and swore oh, there God, were monsters under your bed, only to have your mum say it's just your imagination? Welcome to the devilish world of little we're monsters. Fred Savage from The Wonder Years, Howie Mandel from Saint Howie Elsewhere. Howie Mandel, that's who it is. Margaret Witten from The Secret of My Success, and Daniel Stern, again probably the voice of Fred Savage from Leviathan and DOA. Not, not Daniel Stern from The Wonder Years, where he voiced oh, old Fred Savage. Yeah, I'm trying to find the year on it. Pretty sure it was 1989. I looked it up for the podcast. There's no year on it. And then yeah. they finish at the end and they all come out on the beach and they We're on a road Yeah, that song plays. Anyway, we will do that at some point in the future. It's not meatloaf, it's just a Can I have a look? Guy that looks like it could be a zombie meatloaf. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, it was a joke about him at the two thousand and eleven AFL grand final. I might yeah. have to cut this down a little bit. Um, seven minutes plus trailers. Oh God. trailers on a VHS. <laughs> the other VHS that's in this room is the play I wrote, directed and starred in in year 12, which we've referenced on this podcast before. Anyway, moving on to the um, impact of the Sandlot movie. Um, uh, not a lot. None of the, none, nobody in this did anything. Impact, yes. Iconicness, no. Daniel Leary didn't, uh, Dennis Leary didn't launch his career. I looked up a list of the greatest baseball movies. Yep. According to Rotten Tomatoes, it's 29th. I would give it a 24. But I don't judge, I don't take this list as gospel because A League of Their Own yep. was 13th. Piss off. No, do you know that, was it? Because everybody just put Fields of Dreams. Where was it from? Rotten Tomatoes. No, oh, okay. I thought it was like that one, you know, late last year, Rolling Stone came out with the 200 greatest singers of all time. Oh, and Celine wasn't on it. Celine wasn't on it. But no. also like John Farnham wasn't on it. Yeah, but it was, yeah. Yeah, they but don't like, know who he is. But there was some like Nigerian guy on there. Yeah. But this is what I was saying to people. The point of that list is not to tell us who they think the best singers are. The point of that list is for people to share that article on Facebook yes. saying, they didn't include Celine Dion, and they didn't protest, include and John Farnham. protest outside their office. Yeah, so that they get on the news and they get publicity. And she was all like, my heart... Because I've never read an article on rollingstone.com until this no, one. I've never read one. Yeah, that's the point of these lists. 
We're going to come up with a list for clickbait too. Yeah. The greatest the, movie of all time no, is uh, Love Actually. We're going to come up with a list of the worst lines from good movies. Oh, yeah. like What um, happens to a toad when it gets struck yeah. by lightning? Is that a good movie? Yeah, it is a good movie. The same thing that happens to everything. It's the best X-Men movie. And then there's a pretty bad line in this. There is also kids aren't going to be driving around listening to this song and oh, bashing their no. heads in a car. God. That's Mike Myers from Bohemian Rhapsody. That's the, a terrible line in a good film. Bismillah. What's the terrible line in this film? At the, It's like... It Is was, it this? Thumbs up? No, I think it's a bit oh. further down in the notes. Oh, okay. Um, it's something like, it was weird that Benny said Babe Ruth was like the Hercules of baseball and the beast's <laughs> name was actually Hercules. You can put bad lines on most of the dialogue. And then... <laughs> most of the narration. The narration, he goes, um, yeah, yeah, got really big into the 60s and we never saw him again. <laughs> He died of a drug overdose. Is that what you're telling yeah, me? I'm not sure that's necessary in a kid's movie. I was like, is that a joke for the adults? Or was he like in Umbrella Academy and he started a cult? I don't know. He joined some hippie farm commune. So he's in a commune out in the hills of California. Yeah. Maybe Yeah Yeah should have narrated it. It might have been better. Who knows? Um, But yeah, Impact, I'm giving it a one. I'm giving it a... And I don't even know why. 1.5 for iconicness. I'm going to start including iconicness because I like that from the pride scale of Rainbow Popcorn, the short-lived spin-off. Um, yeah, okay. So I'm going to start including iconicness in Impact. Yep. Rewatchability. I wrote, yeah, with kids. Although, watched it now, I uh, enjoyed it. <laughs> I wrote, great to watch if you're coaching a kids baseball team. Oh, thanks for the tip, brother. <laughs> Um, it is, and we will. I'll I'll be keen to watch uh, Angels in the Outfield, but I think I'll get outvoted. Angels in the Outfield was a great movie. I'll he always and when he pulls the foul pole over, so it becomes a home run. I really remember that scene for some reason. And then he lifts the kid up or something. And there's that rookie of the year is the kid that throws like really well because he broke his arm and he goes. Yeah, it's Kevin from it? American Pie. He broke his arm and it like freezes his... Justin Gordon-Levitt? Angels in the Outfit. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. And he gets adopted. He's a foster by that woman. Who's that woman? She's in... She's always plays that... No, no. Mary McDonnell. She always plays that kind of character. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... So, rewatchability, I'm going to give it a 3.5 because... Donald Glover's in it, isn't he? Danny Glover. In Angels in the Outfield, Danny Glover. Yeah, not Childish Gambino. <laughs> Angels in the Outfield. Oh, it's a 1951 movie too. 1994. So we get to watch it this stars next year. Danny Glover, Tony Dancer and Christopher Lloyd. It features several future stars, including Justin Gordon-Levitt in yep. the lead, Adrian Brody, Matthew oh. McConaughey oh. and Neil McDonough. Oh. Oh, who's the mu- who plays the foster mum? The dad gets credited. Brenda Fricker. Brenda Fricker. Yeah, yeah. She's the, the pigeon, pigeon lady. Woman. Yeah, yeah. Brenda Fricker. There you go. Brenda Fricker. There we go. She always plays that that type of person. Anyway, rewatchability for four. four. Wowzers. Four with kids. Brackets. Four with kids, three on your own. I'm giving it a three. Okay. 
overall and other notes. It was just easy to watch. It is easy. You know what I mean? It's just like, I could just have it on. I don't have to think. You know, this is going to be a stupid thing to say. Okay. It was almost too many baseball references. (laughs) Yeah, that is a stupid thing to say. You know what I mean? Like, break it up a bit. Yeah. No. It's a baseball movie. I know, but like. It's like it's fucking Field of Dreams. It's a great movie, but he spends this whole fucking movie building this baseball diamond. But you know what I mean, though. <laughs> There's other things in that, um, and like a falling apart marriage, and yeah, what's his name? Racism. I don't know. The guy Kevin, from Billions. No, the guy that tries to repossess his house or something. Is that uh, the guy from Billions? I don't know. Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. Um, if you took a drink every time, bad voiceover man said biggest pickle of all time, you would be drunk. Yeah, I want to chat to someone from the 60s where the pickle was that important pickle. of a word. Um, I don't know. Apparently the script is based on, loosely based on real events that happened in the writer's life. Yeah, to the point where isn't one character's name almost exactly the same? Yeah. But that's okay. Everyone writes themselves into their stories. Also, the mum puts a lot of pressure on him to make friends. Yes, I wrote that. He's going to be in therapy. She said, have you made any friends yet? And I'm like, you just freaking moved to town. Yeah. It's been two days. And he and is awkward. No, but also, you were the one that moved him out of where he was living at the start of school holidays. Yeah. That's not a time to make friends. No. Be a better mum. Karen? Gosh. Margot? Okay. Um, one baseball floor, right? Yep. They go bang on about they need a ninth player. Mm. They actually need 11 kids. They need 11 kids. Because they need, well, they need 10. Because they, they need someone to hit and run. Oh, so if you've got yes. nine. Yeah, I'm not sure what position Benny plays. Well, Benny plays coach. Yeah. So they still only have two outfielders if they have nine, including Benny. Because old mate is left field. Smalls. Smalls. Yeah. Um, the kids One of the brothers pitches. is right field. Yeah, one's right field. Heater pitches. The other one squints is center field. Yeah, and someone runs. Yeah. So how many kids do they have? Just one outfielder? No, there's two out. Three outfielders and yeah. three infielders. So there's more than nine. There's three outfielders, three infielders, pitcher, and catcher. then Benny and Ham. Yeah, and a runner sometimes. I don't know. That's my only flaw with the movie, um, other than the narration. Also, when they're like, <laughs> let's pick on, let's play against these kids, were that yeah. those, those kids they play, worst fielders I've seen. They were terrible. It was like hit here, and it was like Daria. It was like, oh, I missed the ball. Come watch my kids play. <laughs> my kids are great, and I'm having a lot of fun, but they are all pretty much in their first year of playing baseball, and so right. the skills aren't quite there. Yeah. Nor Neither is the knowledge of the positions. I said oh. to one girl... But do they know who Babe Ruth is? No. I said to one girl last week, I'm like, all right, you're in the outfield, and so she ran out past the cones. And so I went out, I'm like, come back, because you're almost in the wrong game. Isn't that a thing of like, keep running? Isn't that a movie? Run home. Run Little, home. Rascals. Little Rascals. Run home, and he actually runs to his house. 
I went out to her. I'm like, yeah. okay, you got to come in the cones because otherwise you're almost in the other game because there's like three games happening on one field. Yeah. Um, and then over the course of that innings, three kids progressively got closer and closer to standing next to second base. Because <laughs> they just want to chat. Then a ball got hit straight to second base. The three of them watched the ball. <laughs> and I'm like, pick it up, pick it up. And then one did pick it up, oh. but then the kid was already at the base. It's funny. It's lots of, it's very entertaining. Yeah. Um, and I pace a lot. I get my 10,000 steps for the day in the two hours that I have junior baseball. Oh my God. <laughs> it's fun. Oh. It's fun. Um, um, he's a terrible narrator. Yes. But he's also a terrible commentator, right? We're not professionals at this, right? You would give him a thumbs up? I would not. I would give him a thumbs down, gladiator. Off to the lions. I, we're not professionals at this, right? This speaking gig. Okay, sure. But we know yeah, if we're going to say something, we yeah. need to be near the microphone. Yeah. His microphone sits there on the desk and then he walks to the back row to commentate Benny Rodriguez's hit. He didn't know. Steal. Run. He just ran. He stole home, which wasn't a shock because he'd been doing that his whole life. Yeah. And he got the perfect footprint, which I've never seen in 30 years of baseball. No. Nah. Also, but no, he's a terrible commentator. He doesn't ever speak actually into the microphone. Mm. So if you're listening to him commentate, it's like, I think something happened. Benny Rodriguez is taking a lead from home. Like, that's terrible. Get a new job. Um, also, terrible editing. Um, in the dog chase, where um, Benny seems to sprint a marathon. Yep. Um, and he's kind super of be fit. a little bit puffed. They were doing these like star wipes. Yeah. <laughs> it would just be like, Poo. It's like iMovie. <laughs> yeah. Just be like, wow, the <laughs> we're running. Go to the sandlot. Do you really have to tell your group of friends to go there? That's the only place you know. Also, I get the joke of the dog jumping through the werewolf movie. Yeah. But when that started, it was like cut to someone watching a werewolf movie. Yeah. Like, we don't need that. Yeah. You just need them running, 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 running. And then one scene of a werewolf changing and then the thing comes through. You don't yep. need to keep going back and forwards because there's no one in that theatre that we know. No. It's, it's not, not like, like Wendy, Wendy Fifficorn. Or the Karen Allen's not in the cinema. Yeah. Dennis anyway. Leary's not. He's working. And James L. Jones certainly isn't. The um, Wednesday Wisdom, follow your heart, kid. You'll never go. Oh, hang on. Do your James L. Jones. Follow your heart, kid. You'll never go wrong. I'm Mufasa. I will always be here, Simba. I am your father. Strong with the force, young Skywalker is. That's Yoda. That's Yoda's line in Darth Vader's voice. Well, there you go. Sorry, all you little nerds out there. So Star Trek, whatever. Um, I'm giving it a three overall. I think it's a good movie. It's fun. It's nothing too deep about it, but it doesn't need to be. But it's I'm giving good. it a four overall. I thought you would. Yep. I liked it. Is this the greatest movie of all time? <laughs> it's going to be better than Gone with the Wind. Oh. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> all right. Let's have a break, um, and then we'll come back with a score and then some Google reviews. Two drinks in a All right. We're back. We're we going to do back. some Google reviews. I'm going to do the rest of this segment like Smalls does his commentary. Just Badly. away from the microphone. 
Okay, that's or great. just by not saying anything for a little while. Okay, so like, we won't know what's happening. He's commentating a baseball game and then doesn't say anything for like two pitches. Yeah, and he's the Dodgers commentator. Yeah, if you're listening on the radio, I want to know what's going on. Yeah, that's why I'm listening. Yeah. Even if you're on the TV, you got to say something. That's why baseball invented all these stats, so the yep. commentators have things to say all the time. Yeah. Speaking of stats, what's the score for The Sandlot or The Sandlot Kids, depending on where you're from in the world? Lee. Yes. We have a new entry into our top oh, 10. Oh, yes. Yes. So it got 56. Well, that's good. Which is just behind 11. Oh, okay. Mm, mm. So uh, it is in sixth place. Wow, that's good. Yeah. Is it better than Gold Member? It is. Oh. It is about five points better than Gold that's Member. That's really weird, yeah. Yeah. That is weird. All right, let's do yeah, some Google 56. reviews. 56, good. It's the nostalgia. Oh, it's the nostalgia for Lee. The nostalgia wins. Oh. All right, you're going to do ones or fives first? I did some ones. There were very short ones and I couldn't really find any good ones. Okay, so I'm going to do a five first because they're longer. Okay, go. This one I've edited down. Oh, God. Angela Nicole. Angie. Oh, we don't care. When I was about 10 or 11, my dad got oh, tickets to see the Astros at Minard Maid Park. Oh. Initially, I was ticked because I didn't want to spend Saturdays with dad at a dumb baseball game. But nonetheless, he made me go because I was too young to stay home alone. He also said he'd... He also... He said he'd there'd be nachos. Ah! So begrudgingly, I went along. This marked the very beginning oh. of my interest in baseball. Then came this movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Incredible. Especially the ending where we see what they all became, particularly Benny. Dead. The movie gave me real Stand By Me vibes. <laughs> Another reason why I loved it so. It's basically that with a little baseball thrown in. A little. <laughs> a lot of baseball. There was something in. charming about the scene where the boys are watching the fireworks during the 4th of July, unable to play because of how mesmerized they are. Oh. Disney struck a home run with this movie, oh, God, one of my favourite live-action Disney films ever. It makes me feel nostalgic, even though I wasn't around when this movie came out. It's the innocence of childhood, I guess. <laughs> Just to stand by me with a little bit of baseball. With a little bit of baseball. I love that she goes, where I went to the Astros at Minute Maid Park when I was... Oh, geez, we got your life story. Yeah, Angie, Angie, get a life. Angie to her friends or Angela to you and I. Yeah. You got a um, one star. Jaden says, not going to lie, thought I was going to fall asleep. Oh, that's it. That's it. Okay, one star. But he didn't. No. Give us another one. Give me another one. Yep. Bad movie looks like a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> was that the Star Wipes? The Star Wipes, I think. Blinds in. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favourite PowerPoint transition. I you, you bounce along goes boing, boing, boing. Oh, yeah. Boing, boing. Maybe I'll use a couple in our YouTube videos. Yeah, that'd be great. Star in. Wipes, a bit of word art. So I've got an, this one. another one? It's a long one. So I've only got two long ones. Because okay. Three long ones would have been four one-liners. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Chris, I think he's trying to make some good points about film. Oh God! Okay. But this is how he's gone about it. Right. I found that the movie has a lot of strengths. Mm -hmm. This includes that the fact the movie was based in the 1960s had an effect on the movie in a good way. It wouldn't have been the same if it was 1990s based, because there would have been characteristic changes to the movie that would add dullness. Add dullness. The movie had some crude humour, which was not overrated. 
It gave the movie some entertainment to get the audience interesting into listening to jokes. Oh, God. But all good things have to come to an end. I thought the movie overall personally had three big issues. The fact that it was made in 1993 makes it 25 years old. Oh, that's an issue. In the last 25 years, heaps of filming technology, technical and symbolic codes and editing has been changed. This means the movie should be recreated but with kids that have all the strengths and fix the following weaknesses. I've edited this down a little bit. Okay, good. Overall, I give this movie four out of five. But he gave it five. But he gave it five. Okay. I would happily increase the rating. The recreation of the movie is to what I said in the weaknesses. I would highly recommend showing this movie to any boy you know. (laughs) Just boys. Um... So the reason he's not giving it five is because it was made before the technological changes that he thinks would make it better. Yeah, he's giving it a five out of five, but a four out of five, because he thinks it would be better if it was made now. Yeah, okay. Yeah? Yeah. But he's giving it five stars on Google. (laughs) Okay, Chris is an idiot. (laughs) I have two one-liners left. Okay. Loved this movie. I gave it a one-star review because I hate my life. Oh, jeez, Alex. And then the last one, this is just bad. It's kids versus a dog, like a dog. <laughs> Don't worry about all the baseball shit, the coming yeah, of yeah. age. It's a, the... it's, a, it's a dog, like a dog. <laughs> the only thing he remembers from that movie is Benny the Jet Rodriguez yeah. getting chased by oh, Benny and a the dog. Jets. Yeah. Oh, I just got that. We had... Um, Two brothers come and join our baseball club, mm. and their names were Ken oh. and Ben. Oh, yeah. And so we gave them nicknames, and we called Ben Benny, and we just called Ken the Jets. The Jets, nice. Which was great when they were playing on the same team. Benny. But when they're on different teams, they're like, this guy's called the Jets. Yeah, well, I, you don't ask people's nicknames. Or at the baseball club, because because I've been working and you know building my little empire, yeah. I haven't been around the baseball club as much, mm-hmm. but Shane's nickname is based on my nickname. Yes. So my nickname was Willie, so his nickname was Wonka. Yep. So we're Willie Wonka. That's true. But so I, so people don't know why he's Wonka. And yeah. for a while, I haven't been around. So he's been Wonka without a... Without a Willie. Willie. Hey! hey. Oh, you play it. like a girl. He's a Wonkette. Um, trivia for next week. Brett. Okay. And a speech at the Oscars from this movie inspired the movie In and Out. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I didn't know that. There you go. If you trivia. think you, it's actual trivia, not there just some go. bullshit we came up with. Yeah. If you think you know uh, what movie we're referring to, then on hashtag Trivia Tuesday, we'll post that and you can post what you think your answer is. If you would like to give your score for the Sandlot movie, then the link for that is in the episode description, uh, and you can chat about it in the Facebook group for To Drink Cinema. We'll be back next week uh, with another film. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for listening to this episode of To Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share this episode with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. 
This show is produced by Two Brothers Entertainment on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay our respects and acknowledge their elders past, present and emerging. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening, happy watching, and please drink responsibly. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further and access some exclusive content, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash Cinema. As a member, you can gain access to exclusive bonus episodes, access episodes early, buy merch, and contribute to the making of the podcast. The support of our listeners can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Cinema. Cheers.